Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to One P Talk, One Purpose Blog Talk Radio Show. I am the editor and owner of One Purpose Magazine, and I am here with another week of our community chat, where we bring you self-love talk, culture topics, and main topics that are centered around health, wellness, and mental health. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. I hope you are here to enjoy the show. Hey, 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 it's Nia. I am here a little late, but I'm here. I only got you for 15 minutes, or you only have me for 15 minutes, and that's already cut short because I am late, because I am trying to get my technology going, (laughs) trying to do multiple things at once. But I am here nonetheless, and as you can see, the topic is a bit of a somber one, mental health and young adulthood. We're there. Yes, we're here. Back when I, a lot of my early shows, if you go back and listen to some of the ones I did back in, I think like 2014, you'll see that a lot of my, uh, a lot of those shows were geared towards young adults. Let's see, 2014, it's 2020. That was almost 10 years ago. The crazy thing was I was teaching young adult uh, Sunday school at the time. (laughs) <laughs> I was like fresh out of young adulthood. I was what twenty, twenty something in my late twenties. But I, you know, being a mother young, I experienced a lot. I learned a lot about myself going through the parenthood journey. So I guess they figured you're qualified to talk to people about what not to do. At least <laughs> I can gear them towards what not to do because I had already done it. But um, I have a. Uh, 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 a heart for young adults. Um, and I do believe that they are living in a time right now that is trying to their mental health. Um, not because of, you know, COVID and all of these changes that we've gone through. Um, they seem to, we, we older people are accustomed to life being a certain way, but they, in young adulthood, 18 to what? late 20s, 18 to 25 at least, like, come on, you are very flexible at that age. So, you you know, think that COVID, the impact of COVID, it has uh, much of an effect on them. And I could be wrong. Data will help make sense of this at some point. So I could be wrong. But just from my observation, it just seems as though um, they they are adjusting. They're the generation that's adjusting better than any of us. so, you know, those stuck in our ways, those uh, as far as our routines with parenting, um, setting our jobs that kind of have this in our careers and having to make adjustments there. And then our kids, younger kids, um, getting used and, and acclimated into schooling and things like that. So I think that that generation, although they missed out on a lot of things that were significant to us at times, like, you know, their typical graduations prom, starting college for, you know, the first time and being in school. They missed out on all of those things. But, you know, uh, I I, I don't know if that's significant, as significant as we made it or um, as a society. So I don't know. They're they're learning how to do their thing and and how to adjust 
But I, I just wonder about, and I just think about the state of their mental health. Um, and what brought me to really ponder about this was or is the loss of, um, you know, Regina King's son recently. Uh, we heard about uh, about him dying by suicide. And also, I follow someone on Facebook. She's a mother, um, the Baxters. I can't think of her first name. But she recently lost her young adult son. He died by suicide. And, of course, you all know that I work in um, violent death reporting. And um, one of the the areas that, that the the program uh, keeps surveillance on when it comes to death reporting is um, suicide deaths. And so I did a story um, from a talk that we had uh, maybe in 2019, 2020, I did the story. And it was uh, not just the talk that we had, but SAMHSA, um, a lot of organizations that focus on suicide prevention have put out a report um, that there have been an increase in black male suicide deaths. And so following all of those things, I wrote a short article, a short piece to help and support bringing awareness to this. And I just feel as though um, maybe the conversation is not is not happening the way that it needs to happen to the degree that it needs to happen. Um, mental health is, is becoming more of a conversation, and we have more individuals being open about seeking therapy and getting help and being more conversational and using that as a tool to um, help with their mental health issues and just so many things. But this specific demographic, black males um, in young adulthood, is very, very um, concerning. And of course, as you all know, of of course, I don't have answers. You know, I don't, um, I don't propose to have answers. But it is a concern of mine. One, because I see it, the, I see it, you know, the data was there and now it just seems like we're seeing more of it. And not only that, I have a young adult son. And so I, I'm just wanting to start the conversation of what could we be doing better for our young men um, in this area? Because we're, we're, we've been brain, brainstorming in other areas where, um, where poverty happens and where mentorship is needed and all of these things. But when that's not the case and you provide, the resources are provided um, and a young man has everything that he needs, it's still something that that could be missing. Um, how are we failing black men from young adulthood? And you all know that I talked about this uh, 
previously, and I talk about it all the time, just being more sensitive to black men. And I know that I may sound crazy at times, and people think that, you know, what are you talking about? You know, um, some things that brothers do is, is, you know, they yield upon themselves in, in separation from speaking of the incidents that I spoke of previously. But just with some of the bad behaviors that um, are discussed amongst our community about black men and that we're, and that we're aware of, we are aware of these things, but there's a root cause to everything. So, you know, I don't want to get any backlash from any area. Uh, I get, you know, some people uh, are the cause of their issues and then others are victims to their circumstances. And then some things are just how they are. So, um, I have I, I come to this conversation with that understanding, and this is kind of speaking on previous things that I said about that I've spoken about um, black men and the educational system and all of these things that that come up when we're trying to break down or break into or have conversations or build an understanding about how we can make our community stronger, um, safer, and and when I say safe. I don't just mean safe as in combating violence. I mean safe as like a safe place, a place where everyone can feel like they can be vulnerable and honest and transparent. My first, um, and I'm just going to jump into this, my very first introduction to my memoir, I kind of discuss in the introduction, my journey in young adulthood and some of the things that I went through as a young woman and some of the pressures that I felt as uh, a mother, as a young black woman, as a single mother, um, as someone who had an expectation over her life. I, I talked about some of the pressures of that and tried, tried to figure out, you know, in my 20s, I was trying to figure out exactly what I could turn to when I was going through these things, who I can turn to, what I can turn to, how I can channel energy. And um, the only thing, and and I don't want to turn this into like a, a, a come to Jesus moment, but the only thing that worked for me when I was going through um it could have been a mental health crisis. You know, back then we didn't talk much about mental health issues. <clears throat> we did going to see a therapist even 10 years ago, uh, over 10 years ago, way over 10 years ago, <laughs> almost 20. But even back then, going to see a mental health um, expert was not talked about, maybe not even normal. But my out and the thing that helped me get through some of those hard moments where I was in breakdown mode and I was looking for answers, and it happens in young adulthood, and I'm sure there's a lot of data out there that helps support. Um, there's, I went to church. You know, I, I, I was uh, um, even before ever going to church, I, I prayed. That was one of my coping mechanisms. I would pray and I would journal. I would write. So those were things that I did to kind of help me go through things and help me release 
and help me um, kind of navigate through the feelings or feel it, feel things. Um, even if I didn't like it, if I wrote about it, if I wrote it down or I prayed about it and I spoke it through prayer, I said it, um, releasing it helped. And releasing it sometimes made me feel feel it. And I had to sit in it when I felt it to to um, either become okay with it or to move on from it. Nowadays, um, you know, young people have the pressure of social media. They have the pressure of keeping up. They have their peers through social media and YouTube becoming, you know, coming into money. They Some are coming into money. Some are portraying that they're coming to money, but they have this this portrayed lifestyle that, Young people feel like they kind of have to live up to. And not only that, we have um, just our society at it, breaking down our society, coming to terms with a lot of the wrongs and, and, and trying to figure out how to right those wrongs. And a lot of young adults may not know about those things, but they definitely feel the pressures that are, um, that are out there from these changes taking place. And so. Um, I just want to be a little bit more compassionate, understanding, and have a little bit of knowing about what it is that they're going through. I don't want to be oblivious, and I don't want to be kind of passive and acting like, oh, it's occurring, but not seeing it and taking the minute to step back and say, what the heck is going on? So anyway, um, I, I just want to open the door on that conversation to get us to think about it. If you're my age, we got kids going into young adulthood. Um, we just want to raise the awareness of some of the issues that we're going, that they're going through. We don't want to turn a blind eye to some of the struggles that they're having. We want to be supportive and loving and conversational to our, our young people because we need them, you know, we need them. So with that being said, uh, I, I put in this post, um, the information for the crisis text line. You can hit it up if needed until next week. Bye.